right. Hello, everybody, and welcome to You're the Best podcast. My name is Gina, and I'm the host of You're the Best. This is episode 13. Very excited to make it this far. Um, I hope everybody's having a great week, enjoying the nice weather after the crazy humidity that we had for this past week, (laughs) at least in Connecticut. Um, I'm really excited for this episode. My guest today is someone that I don't know, and I'm very interested to get to know her and hear about what she's all about. So welcome, Corinna. How are you doing? Nice to to be here. Yeah. Thank you so much for coming. Sure. Sure. Um, So I like to start off every episode with a gratitude section. Is there something that you're grateful for today or every day? Oh my gosh. Um, you know, I try to do gratitude. It's funny that you brought that up because I, I do gratitude lists like every day. Oh, that's cool. In the car. I mean, and, and they're always different. So like when you say, think of one, I'm like, wow, it's <laughs> one because sometimes I do very mundane ones. Like, you know yeah. what I mean? Like, like, what am I grateful for this morning? Um, you know, little things even mm-hmm. like waking up with a, a migraine because actually that's why I had to cancel last week because of a migraine. Oh, sorry to um, hear that. Actually, I ended up getting worse. So, like, I, I <laughs> kind of down, bringing a downer up when we're talking about gratitude list. But when I wake up without a migraine, I'm very thankful. So, that's often on my gratitude list. Like, health is a big thing, you know, clearly good right. people in my life you know, I'll bring up the good people in my life, my career, which I love to do this, um, as a dating coach, I it's, it's actually served a big purpose for me. Like it's very fulfilling, but I know it also helps women. Yeah. It's not only only about the exteriors. It's about the inside stuff, which is important. So yeah, I have like so many things I'm grateful for, even on a bad day. Sometimes I'll try to think of 10 things that went good. You know, You have to, you have to be optimistic and positive. Otherwise your day is not going to be very great. <laughs> yeah. Even on bad days. I remember having a really nasty day one day and then I took a walk and then I, I just made myself think of 10 good things that happened that day. Like one of them, I think it was eating a piece of cheese that it was a brand that I really liked. Yes. You know what I mean? Like, yes. <laughs> your mind thinking positive as opposed to sticking in the negative. Yeah. And I mean, who doesn't love a good piece of cheese? <laughs> migraines, but no, I don't know. <laughs> well, that was great. Um, my gratitude today is just that um, I have flexibility in my daily schedule. Today, I'm like really appreciative for that. Um, I, I have a daughter. She's going to be two next week. And I don't work full time right now. But I'm really thankful that I don't have to because I woke up today. And I just didn't feel run down from the week. And I know a lot of people wake up on the weekends. And they're just like, Oh, finally, I have like one or two days to just like, relax. And yeah, I was just I also don't get very much sleep with her these days and I did get a full night's sleep. So maybe that helps. <laughs> so definitely. Yeah. Sleep's great. Yeah. Seriously. Yeah. Um, well, these were great gratitudes today. <laughs> um, so like, uh, is it Corinna or Karina? Oh, you, you're so sweet to ask the first one. You said Corinna. Okay. I just wanted to make sure. <laughs> No, I know a lot of people say Karina and that's fine because I get why they would, but 
Corinna is how I say it too. Okay. All right. Great. Um, So as Corinna said, she is a dating coach. I was really excited to get a dating coach on here because I just feel like that's an area that a lot of people need help with. And sometimes a lot of people don't want to ask for the help or feel weird asking for the help. Or some people just don't know they need help in that area. No, I know. You're right. You're right. People people don't like to ask for help, I think. And yeah. um, they don't think they need help. Mm-hmm. And I was in that category too until I just had enough of like a problem, one sort of problem that was kind of continually happening when I was in my 20s. And um I read a book that really helped me and the woman that wrote the book trained me to become a coach. So I teach their oh. philosophy. Oh, and great. They've changed my life. I've wrote, written my own book um, about dating, helping women understand men, because I think that's the biggest problem that women have. Right. And I had, I had that problem too. Um, right. So, yeah. Um, that's important. Did you always know you wanted to be a dating coach or did you start out? with another career just end up here? <laughs> That's like the best question. Oh, well, because, because it's funny. Cause I, I, I've said this before to people during podcasts and interviews, like if you had told me when I was in graduate school in journalism, that I was going to be a dating coach, I'd be like, are you insane? Because actually back then the coaching wasn't as big of a field as it is now. Right. Right. But also like dating coaching, like I guess back then I just figured it would be, I'd find somebody like everyone else in my family or social circle. Right. Or like I had in the past through school or friends, like you just don't think you need help. But then when, you know, things you realize you didn't learn the tools or have the people around you to teach you the right way. Mm -hmm. Uh, So, and and part of it was, I think the field wasn't as big of a field back then when I was in school. It's true. Yeah. Um, Coaching is, more acceptable now um, people really seek out coaches for all kinds of things business and right time coaching all kinds of coaching um and therapy in general too that's that's a lot bigger now and i feel right. like being yeah. a dating coach is kind of like being some sort of a therapist sometimes you know what i mean because you're still helping someone get through the stuff in their head <laughs> that's a really good point because you're right therapy is more acceptable and so is dating coaching um although they are very different but on the other right, hand there, right. there are there are similarities yeah exactly right. exactly wow so did you did you ever become a journalist anywhere after school yeah i was a crime <laughs> i was a crime reporter for about 13 years wow this is the 13th episode and I'm thinking, oh no, <laughs> I know negative connotations. Oh but, no, um, I, not at all. <laughs> no, I know, not, right. And, um, and then I, actually I was at a newspaper in Danbury, the news times for like 17 years, wow. um, mainly as the crime reporter, but then I also was an editor and um, I actually had an advice columnist and that's sort of the advice column oh. was very it was very much based on kind of the dating philosophy that I started learning while I was there. Yeah. That's, that's when I had my own dating problem and read this book and finally found these women that really helped me out. And that's when I trained, became a certified dating coach. So I was doing it at kind of, I say at night, well, by day I was a reporter, but like, it was more on the sides Yeah, or people I'd be like, or even on the weekend, I get a call out of the blue, someone needed dating help. And 
basically because they knew that I had been trained by this philosophy. Um, That's cool. And what philosophy is that? Or, or what was the name of the book? Oh, it, the Rules. I don't know if you've heard of the book, The Rules, Time Tested no. Secrets for Capturing the Heart of Mr. Right. So it was very, Ooh. it came out in 95 and they had, they had written several after, they have written several after that. That was their um, an original bestseller. Um, Princess Diana read it. Um, hmm. Late Princess Diana. Yeah. Uh, it was controversial, very controversial when it came out because basically what it said is um, women should never ask a man out. Um, mm. And ask them out. Basically let the man pursue. And that right. was controversial even I thought that was wrong back then because I just thought we should be equal and and the same but while we're equal we're not the same as men right that and that's where I when I had that light bulb moment when I realized that like wow you know I I'm trying to not be the man in the relationship but I realized I was getting annoyed at men for being men and I wasn't really being as feminine as I could. I was, and, and then I realized, you know, guys are guys and they're different and I have to understand them. And this is for me as a straight woman, you know, looking for a straight relationship. If someone's in the, I, I don't, that's my specialty. Mm -hmm. um, you know, I'm not against anyone that's in a same sex relationship at all, or, you know, I, but my specialty came about um, out of my own problem. Right, As right. Not understanding straight men. True. And yeah, we were equal romantically when, it, whenever I tried to make it equal, it just didn't work. Yeah, and I and I realized through reading the book and that men really love the chase. Mm -hmm. They love a little mystery. They actually like to work a little bit to get you during courtship. They really appreciate courtship. Um, wow. Even though, yeah, you'd never believe it. No. <laughs> <laughs> right they like they like the miss it's mr right though it, it, and that's the, the thing you have to wait for the right guy um and a lot is based on attract his physical attraction for you which a lot of people find controversial you know they're like well can i force a guy to love me but guys are very visual so that's the other thing you have to kind of understand that men are much much more visual than women and at least that's my approach because that's yeah. what i've seen and i wasn't yeah. actually for a few years after that. So after I transitioned from a full-time reporter editor, I opened this business and I did add matchmaking for a few years, but I just, and I learned a lot about men that way. And I used a lot of that to inform my book, what I learned, but I just found that through dating coaching, I could help women more. Yeah, definitely. I was going to ask I, about matchmaking. Uh, yeah. yeah. I don't, <laughs> it must I be hard. Yeah. I didn't like it. I have to say it was extremely stressful. And right, people, they kind of want, want the uni unicorn, which I get. Everyone wants Brad Pitt or Jennifer, <laughs> whoever. Yeah. Their celebrity crushes. Um, but people, most people were very, very, very unrealistic. Um, they weren't patient. And sometimes it's just hard to get that exact person. Yeah. In that six month period that you're working with someone. Yeah. And if people don't get that then they get angry. And I, I am, I almost actually understand that. I mean, of I do understand that. And that's partly why I just said, it's just, I'm not going to do this anymore. You know, people, because you do have to, and you also have to pay a lot because it's really a lot of, uh, it's very laborious. 
Prius, very time consuming. Yeah. Screen, screen people, find people, set up the dates, find the person that's going to want your client. Yeah. No. So I almost found it was just easier to t- teach people how to get out there themselves. It would definitely be more beneficial because then what if you match them up and then they ended up breaking up, then where are they? They're back at square one. So what what was the whole point of all that? (laughs) Right. Right. So they learn their own, right. The own tools to just get out there. But also what I, what I love is I love teaching this dating strategy to people who are open to it. Yeah. That they, so I end up teaching women how to, basically apply courtship rules. I mean, or courtship guidelines, whatever you want to call them. Um, yeah. Most of us didn't learn this or we grew up, like I grew up thinking this kind of stuff was sexist. So I get why people think it's controversial. Right. Um, because, but, you know, uh, everyone's very much on the, you know, men and women are equal now, especially in today's day and age, you know, but at the same time, I think a lot of people don't understand that we are different genders for a reason. You know, if we were all the same, then we would all work the same, but we're not. (laughs) Men have different testosterones or their brains are, I learned that their brains are formed differently when they're in the womb than ours. You know, there's just different connections. So that does make a lot of sense. And although we can be equal on some terms, we're essentially not equal physiologically. (laughs) Right. Right. And that's what I think a lot of us have a hard time accepting and a lot of women do yeah now I find and and some women will I don't think will ever adopt the philosophy and that's fine I mean if whatever works for them but I do have a lot of clients who love it who've gotten married through it great rights who really treat them well and it's a recipe for a good relationship yeah yeah and I would assume that like it instills like you would instill like to teach yourself how to respect yourself and to maybe not put up with certain things from certain people, or if there's a trend or something, you know, I would, I would imagine that some women would get that too. Yeah. Being in horrible relationships. <laughs> What's that being in horrible relationships? Yeah. That? I said, if they were in, if they were in horrible relationships. Yeah. So that's the thing. So this um, philosophy it really weeds out the time wasters. Exactly. I mean, you hit, I didn't, I didn't say that, but that's a big part of it. It's some people, like I said, they, they pick on this philosophy and they mm-hmm. don't really, yeah, it's, it's, it's not about the silly little things about, they think it's about manipulating men and it's not at all. It's about actually men in these kinds of relationships are like thrilled beyond belief <laughs> because women aren't nagging them. Yeah. Women are respecting them. They're not. They're not. Not making them change. Um, but but it does weed out the the time wasters, the mean guys that the yeah. abuse, and, and that's what a lot of women need. Definitely. I mean, I've had my own friends that I'm just like, what do you see in this person? Like, why do you stay around? And you know, I've I've had some relationships in the past too that weren't great, but it's so hard to watch a family or a friend go through that. So. I'm glad that, you know, know, dating coaches are here and and they're available for everybody. <laughs> yeah. 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 That's the hardest thing though, when it's someone that doesn't want to change. So I, I actually try, I've had this philosophy lately where I don't, or the last few years, I just don't force it on anyone. I don't even really talk about it too much to friends or family unless they ask for advice. And even when they do, I tread 
lightly because I remember a friend asking for advice and we were on a hike and I gave her my advice point blank and she got really angry after like not right away but then another time she kind of brought it up and said and you know what she had asked me for honest advice she wanted she wanted honest advice and I was really honest and I just think unless someone and I, I, I was gonna say unless someone's paying you they really want your advice I feel like I just it's it's almost like controlling to give it it's just not it doesn't yeah. work to give it I find yeah. like it, people have to be ready and it's not about being paid I mean it of course it's my business so I, I have to be paid but it's not just about the money it's just like when I say be paid it's like I don't know sometimes just sharing it with friends if if, if they really aren't aren't obsessed with this philosophy like some people mm-hmm. I know are just like me where I'm obsessed with it I know it works I just love it like yeah. I I have a couple of friends who are um, very involved in this kind of courtship philosophy. Like we talk about it, but, and I give them advice because we're friends, but like, if it's just someone that just isn't really getting it or wanting it, it's just, Mm -hmm. they get mad because it's it's hard. It is hard to accept certain things. Especially if it's opposite from what they're doing and, you know, they take offense to it and, yeah, I, I mean, I could totally understand that. <laughs> and it isn't about being paid, but I feel like when there is payment involved, you have a, yeah, a different yeah. level of commitment to the topic exactly. and to the situation. So, yeah, it's more yeah. than the money. <laughs> Definitely more than the yeah. money. <laughs> yeah. And even at parties, I've uh, people have been asked, you know, asking me questions and I, I used to answer like really heartfelt. And then it, I just get worn out because if mm-hmm. they're not ready and willing and they're like oh i know i know i know well if you know then why are you asking me? I don't know. <laughs> people can be pretty difficult like yeah definitely and i can understand that yeah um so what is uh so do you believe in online dating apps and programs do you believe in that definitely yeah but you know i was gonna say especially during covid um I know a lot of people weren't dating during COVID, but I know a lot of my clients were on dating apps because that was one way to meet people and they were doing mm-hmm. it safely, you know, going, good. meeting outside. Some, I don't usually advocate like a walk in the park or, but I was, <laughs> but during COVID uh, um, walking around, you know, in, in a public park area, meeting someone when there was no one else, where else to go wearing a mask was fine. Yeah. I, I, Cause I think it's, it's all about action it's about waiting for a man to pursue you but it's also about but it's not about waiting you know in your house never doing anything so i believe doing everything and anything aggressively to get out there yeah like so i believe the apps is one way definitely that's good yeah i can imagine like a walk in the park is way better than like having some drinks because you're really getting to know someone you're not getting drunk you're not being pressured to go sleep with them, you know? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, that was actually going to be one of my other questions. So I don't know if the book or the philosophy talks about it, but is there like a set amount of time you should wait before you sleep with somebody, in your own opinion, yeah. aside from whatever you've read? And <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, well, I put it in the book. Okay. It's actually, it's actually a chapter in my book, pretty much. A whole chapter on, yeah, um, when to sleep with someone and not sleeping with. Actually, I'm trying to think of the actual 
chapter. <laughs> it, was, it was a funny title. Um, oh, men don't like casual sex. So it was sort of like, it makes you think, obviously. Obviously, men do on some level, right? Men yeah. like casual sex. But the point of the whole chapter um, was that in reality, it's more exciting for men if they don't get it right away, if there's a little bit of a chase. If they, mm-hmm. It's also, a, I think, better for a romantic relationship. The guy gets to know you slowly. Um, you're more secure as a woman. Yeah. If you, if you know that he really likes you as opposed to like you're when you sleep with him right away. I mean, he hasn't had a chance to really fall for your insides. That's true. So I, I do believe, I personally believe in sort of like the three month rule, meaning which is that comes out to usually 12 dates. So wow. I say 12 consecutive Saturday night dates. Um, I usually believe in only seeing a guy once a week. So they're spacing things out. I know this. So this is courtship essentially. It's, it's slow and steady. But after that like amount of time and if a guy comes and also he has to drive to you pick you up um okay don't drive to him that's part of courtship you know he pays it doesn't have to be like the ritz or you know every every time or anytime right whatever you're okay with you're both okay with but he pays drives to you he picks you up and you don't um and if, if a guy honestly this is part of the weeding out process that I'm talking, I was talking about why weeding out was so important. So it does weed out a lot of jerks, abusive guys. It weeds out the lazy guys, the guys that really aren't that into you, the guys that have girlfriends on the, on the side, Yeah. especially pulled out for Saturday night because some of my married guys are dating, but they don't see you on Saturday night and you wonder why it's because they're married. So basically all this, if a guy makes it through this three month weeding out thing, um, he's probably a good contender and it's if you get a, a good feeling from him it's a good time to sleep with him i think and i know that's a lot for, a lot of people say that to me they're like wow that's a lot it is a lot <laughs> just just for you know hive approach relationships but it does make a lot of sense but this because- yeah this is for women that are ready to and then have maybe hit hit rock bottom like maybe you know, for other people, it's worked out. They they got the right guy. They just worked out, and he was a good guy. And you know, they didn't get hurt by sleeping with him right away. But this is for women who have hit rock bottom. They're like, I'm doing this the right way. I don't want to waste any more time. Yeah. Um, because even if it's no matter if it's the right guy, he's gonna wait. Yeah, he'll wait for you. So. My uh, my best friend has just been dating over the last couple of years in New York in Brooklyn and New York city, which I feel like is hard because I don't know. It's, I, I also wanted to ask like, you know, environmentally, if it's different to date, because like for her situation, she has an abundance of men all the time because there's so many people in New York, but she just never seems to find the right one. And recently she did find someone that was great and she made him wait for like five dates and she's like I want to wait 10 or 11 dates and in my mind I'm like I hope he's still going to be interested and I know that sounds horrible but (laughs) you know for for our generation I feel like you know that's a long time to wait but she's like no I want to I really want to make sure this is the right one 
and she did make him wait not the whole time but like she's just very much into him and i think that's going to be her new philosophy going forward i mean i hope this is the guy for her but yeah. well, <laughs> i, I saw that it worked yeah, right she has the right instinct because yeah it, it, it it's it's the right guy who he will wait if i know someone that married someone who she tried to apply this philosophy it wasn't a client, so I'm not really talking about a client. Yeah, yeah, it's fine. Not telling me they, you know, they they did a lot of this stuff, but their guy, they knew their guy wouldn't wait, so they slept with him after like the sixth date, mm. and they, it ended up they ended up getting divorced because the guy was just it. It just wasn't the right guy. Yeah, so I just feel like if you, it's just a way. I've just talked to so many guys too about this, like when you really, I mean, they joke about it, but then when you really, really talk to them, or if you have a close friend who you talk to like about that girl or even a guy, a friend who I knew like liked a girl a lot. I was like, you would wait 12 dates for her. He, he Like, I, I'm just thinking of a particular friend I've been close right. to, friends with forever. I won't, I was going to say where, how I know him, but no, no, it's okay. <laughs> um, but he helped me with the book in terms of male psyche but he was like of course are you it's not just about, about that when it's like someone special i mean of course it's a big thing for mm-hmm. them it's huge but if if they're if, if a woman is making you know gi- giving them that special feeling you know that special feeling we all get when we mm-hmm. really, when we really like someone that that yeah rush or whatever you want to call it that spark Mm-hmm. It doesn't happen every day with everybody. No, you definitely know, not. When a guy, and a guy can be attracted to a lot of women, but that spark, that special feeling, is like something that a lot of guys just they hold out for. They don't get married until they find that. So, um, a guy will wait for that. He'll wait. Mm-hmm. Well, he'll wait longer. But I don't believe in. Um, I don't really believe in manipulating at all. Um, yeah. So, so I, I just think wait, 12 is a good time to know if he might, if he's probably is a serious contender, but some women actually, I do, they're, they're waiting until marriage to have sex. So I, I, there's a fair amount of women I work with that do that. Well, wow. um, that has worked as well, you know? Yeah. I, I mean, I could definitely see that working because I knew we are with someone for them, not for just their body. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's a little harder, like, because some guys maybe are like, oh, I don't know. Some women, though, they talk about it too much early on. I think that can turn off men. So I tell yeah. them not to talk too much about your deepest, darkest stuff in the beginning, because in the beginning, <laughs> dating is just about, you know, getting to know people. It's not- yeah, I, I, my friend actually asked the guy she's dating now because after you know it happened or whatever she's like yeah she's she's pretty much like what do you think about me making you wait this long type of thing and he was like you know this this is fine and she's like what if i made you wait longer he's like i would have waited so (laughs) you know there is (laughs) justification in that philosophy (laughs) yeah i thought it was really sweet that is cute yeah (laughs) um uh, what was my other question I had for you? Oh, so that that was what I said before. Do you think that like the geographical area changes uh-huh. like your dating philosophy per se, or do you think that it kind of pretty much works wherever you are? Actually, that's another ch- chapter in my book. It was toward the end, um, pretty much how how it works really wherever you are. 
um, I think it was That's the last right. chapter of my book. Um, so it shouldn't matter if you're in New York City, if you're in the middle of the United States somewhere, dating no. is dating and courtship it, is courtship. Yeah, even if even if you're across the world, I mean, I, that's how I, it's cities, small cities, uh, big cities, um, halfway across the world, uh, islands, like it's, it, it doesn't matter what culture, ethnicity, country. I mean, it's just mm -hmm. men or men. I mean, there, there are some cultural differences. Like there, I did some research just, you know, into that actually where, um, some people like in the orthodox tradition they're a lot stricter and courtship mm. is, is more abbreviated yeah um, and but even there you know the women i have orthodox clients and they orthodox jewish clients and you know i tell them they wait for the man to pursue you you don't go after him you mm -hmm. know courtship is, is slower but also they don't sleep with each other right away right right anyway so <laughs> um, so it's a little easier for that part to understand for them <laughs> yeah. the basic philosophy though is the same you know man versus mm -hmm. woman um okay well that's that's good to know i mean i would think it would be but you know like for the bigger cities i wasn't sure if you know oh. well what do you mean by that because actually i get that the reason i wrote the whole chapter on it is because i got every every time i talk someone's from somewhere else they'd be like well men in this city are like this or cheap or men in this city <laughs> are cheap they think or they think women should split the bill because they know women are feminists or you know i know that's a really hard topic now because of the feminist movement which is great yeah. i'm not against it but like you know, females are more inclined to want to pay, to want to do right. those things now. Right, <laughs> right, right, right. So when you were saying New York being different, what do you mean by that? Because maybe there's something else I haven't considered. Well, I mean, I get the sense like, like a lot of people that live in New York, they like the hustle, they like the grind. Also, I just feel like a lot of people in New York aren't so family, you know, base you know what i mean i feel like they're more they're more independent maybe a lot more of those people don't want to have kids don't want to start a family because they just like that lifestyle because i cannot imagine raising a child in new york city i mean i know a lot of people do it but it's just like a different kind of hustle and like i can't even imagine daycare costs there so in a sense i feel like a lot of people that are in the city they just want to be you know have the single mentality yeah, 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 yeah. So this right, this this philosophy isn't for everyone. I mean, if you're not, um, if you're looking for hookups, and it, and it's not just hookups or marriage. Like, there's a lot in between. But right. like, I even say that in the book. Like, if you're looking for hookups, you know, I, I get, I'm not the, really the person for you. I can teach you, you know, how to dress sexy. I have a class on how to dress sexy. I love teaching that class. Mm -hmm. um, married people take it because it. It's just you want to be sexy for your husband, sexy but classy. It's it, right. Um, but but hooking up is easy. If I, I don't need to teach women really, how, I think it's very right. easy for women to find a way to hook up with a guy. But also, but it's I think sometimes yeah maybe like you said there are people that don't want to get married um, or don't want to have kids. But I think at some point and even people in New York they want that special someone to take care of them, even 
even women who are very aggressive at their jobs and maybe who don't want to even get married, but they still want to be respected in a relationship. And the courtship True. lesson I teach will will keep you respect will keep a guy respecting you. So I believe personally, I believe even if you don't want to get married, you should follow the philosophy. If you want a guy to treat you right, really be loving and caring and just be there for you. If you're looking for like a very casual relationship where the guy's looking for other women and you're dating other men, then this probably isn't the best philosophy. It does help you with self-esteem, but if, you're not into the guy and you you don't care if he dates others, then not really for you. Let him go out with someone else on Saturday. You go out with someone else. Like you, that's okay. But it's just, yeah. It's just what you're looking for. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's interesting. <laughs> yeah. I just want to know when, even when these women who are very, very aggressive at work who say, oh, I'm never getting married. But when they find that one that they like, they really don't want him to date other women. They want him to of be, of course not. Or even if they don't want to get married, they just want a monogamous relationship. And th- this philosophy will teach you how to get into a relationship with a guy who will be monogamous, right? Or, or you'll see the signs pretty quickly. I mean, that, <laughs> not everything's perfect because once you're in a relationship, that's a whole other, you know, a whole other game. Yeah, not game, but a whole other. Um, Life. To be life right and there's a coaching strategies for how to live with a husband or and that's there that's very different actually things change you don't hold out for saturday night you know <laughs> you combine your money it's not it's it's totally different right right but yeah this is a this is courtship okay um is there like a specific age range that you see struggles the most with dating Oh my God. That's a really good question. Um, you know, no, it's funny because a lot of older women complain all the good men are taken. And I, I get, I see that cause it's true. Like in some ways and I, some matchmakers, when I was a matchmaker, some matchmakers and I were discussing this cause we were having trouble finding really good college educated men for our college educated women. And um, one of the matchmakers had done some looked into some studies and she said there are fewer call straight college educated men in new york city than women and part of it is just the numbers um for whatever reason there were more men but maybe they had blue collar jobs and not that there's anything wrong with that at all it's just that a lot of their their client her clients that were paying her all this money had MBA or masters so they wanted to be with someone on her that did have a master's or that was a doctor. I mean, that yeah. was, they didn't want to date anyone blue collar. So this, these magic makers were having a difficult time matching. Um, and what a shame for those people, because what if that person that they really matched with didn't have all that, you know what I mean? At the end of the day, but does it, if someone is ex- successful with or without a college education, I, I mean, know. like, Exactly. I feel like that's okay. So what a shame for them to limit themselves. <laughs> I feel like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's true. It's true. It, it's definitely a shame. And I mean, I mean of- you always want someone to be able to take care of themselves, obviously, <laughs> you know, especially men. I, women like to be taken care of in a sense, but I don't know. Right, right. But you're right. It doesn't matter. I mean, 
I mean, it, it, it just depends. It depends on the situation. Mm-hmm. It, it could be right. Your Mr. Right could be um, an electrician. I mean, who, yeah, I don't know. I, I don't. Yeah. I mean, it could be it. I mean, I forget where I was recently, but the, it was in a very, you know, Fairfield County, Connecticut, mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. Ritzy area. Um, and I had met this woman at a, at a, a venue. Um, I guess she was a friend of a friend and was some, somehow the, a teacher came up like, Oh, he's a teacher. I think she might've been on a dating app. Actually, mm-hmm. I think that's what she was on a dating app and the guy was a teacher and she was disparaging teachers, you know? Okay. No, <laughs> no, you know? And then, like, that's not an honorable career to choose to have. Like, are you kidding? I know. I know. <laughs> no, I mean, it, it, I don't know. It's crazy. Cause I feel like partly too, if you really want to be rich, become rich yourself. Like don't go after, you know, just, and my, my is very much about going, um, just finding the guy who treats you right, who can jump through all these hoops that we were talking about that I was yeah. explaining. Before. Yeah. If you get that kind of guy, he likes you and you know, yeah, obviously you want someone that has a job, you know, that can care for himself and care for you and children if you have them. But yeah, I, I, I mean, right. You gotta be, I think you don't, I wouldn't be too like, and I do have a chapter on, that goes into that about rich actually it's titled rich men can be poor husbands oh that's a good that's a good title (laughs) yeah that's funny you have you have some great questions because these are a lot of things that have come up in my coaching that's why i made them chapters so and rich men can be poor husbands and they can lose their money very true or, or they can become sick and then you're their caregiver you're taking care of your sick husband and what are you gonna do divorce him because you really didn't love him you married him because he's rich I mean maybe you will but that but it's just don't you want to be with someone that you love you know and one thing I haven't really even researched this but I remember reading a headline that Mackenzie Bezos you know um oh um, yeah uh, ex Mm -hmm. she I mean she's like very rich woman right now right Mm-hmm. That she was engaged or got married to a science teacher. Um, I may have gotten some of the t- details wrong, but I believe I, I'm going to research it now because if that comes up again, like <laughs> you know, yeah, she. I think she married. It was definitely involved with someone who's not very rich at all. I mean, I good have for to her. Look into the history, but like anytime that comes up, I'm going to bring that up because I think too many, many women are holding out for this, like I said, unicorn kind of thing. And right, yeah, um, I I definitely agree. And to to be honest with you, I've always been not intimidated by rich guys, but I I haven't really like thought to seek that out because in my own past, and I don't even know where this idea came from growing up, but like rich guys are kind of like scummy when it comes to relationships because they they have everything at their disposal you know they they could pay for anything yeah. they can get anybody that's you know money oriented so like in my mind i was just kind of like oh maybe i won't get somebody <laughs> that has a lot of money because that's not a real relationship yeah you know i have to say i've had those feelings too you know growing up i really wanted someone down to earth and i was seeing that kind of thing going on too I think, and I think there's some truth to it. I mean, I hate to say, I wouldn't say all rich men are scumbags. No, definitely not. 
definitely not. <laughs> but there's there's something to the the fact that it, it's harder when you, uh, the person has all this money and all these women throwing themselves mm -hmm. at them. That, that's kind of tough. Mm -hmm. uh, definitely it doesn't, it doesn't work in that situation i feel like there are good relationships out there where the guy just no matter how rich just doesn't cheat um right right i'm sure there are for examples just he just doesn't put himself in that position yeah um, you would just yeah. hope for the best i mean at this point you know you can just hope that somebody's honest and if you're really interested in someone for their money then i guess it really doesn't matter <laughs> You know that's true i think some that's some what some people do right they're willing to overlook it for the money um and i wouldn't i don't really advocate that but yeah no but people i don't really tell people what to do i think they should right. do what they want <laughs> what what they can live with if someone can live with that then they yeah should. if you value <laughs> money more than a personal relationship then i guess that works for you <laughs> i think that's really hard though a hard way to, i mean yeah money's great but like, it's just hard not to have that person that mm -hmm. has your back at the end of the day that- Right, to you share know, your life with. Yeah, that person, you have your, to have your husband probably cheating, you know. Yeah, no. Or whatever, just, or not interested in you romantically. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Is there like, um, is there a specific issue that is reoccurring in a lot of people's failed relationships. That's that's key to why things don't work all the time. Um, in terms of women that I, um, that follow this philosophy, or be when I get before, that, yeah, like when they're first coming in, yeah, yeah, because yeah. a big one is that they. Um, Oh gosh, there's a couple. I mean, one, you could say more than one. I mean, yeah, <laughs> not yeah. limiting you. But. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, one, but one big one, the first one that I thought of, because it just encompasses so much, even married women, um, is the nagging. Um, okay, okay, that's even, understandable. <laughs> it's very understandable, like because I used to, I used to do it, and I, I, I still like to do. No, I don't. Well, I shouldn't say I like to do it. It's just like almost human nature, like we when we love someone we want to tell them what we think is the best way but i find that's very controlling and it never worked when i did it and yeah. actually so i and also it's i with clients it's never i feel like it, it never works it never works like the men become emasculated it just turns them off they start thinking of you, you as their mother yeah annoying sister it's not it's not romantic i mean not that obviously a marriage or a relationship has to be romantic all the time, but like, it just starts, they just get turned off. That's why they go out and want to hang out with the guys. And that's fine. If that's what you want, if you want to nag your husband or boyfriend, that's fine. If you, you realize he's probably just going to want to hang out with someone else. He may even want to date someone easier to be with. Yeah. And you're going to lose the connection with them. Yeah. And, and personally, when I, get, when I have, get nagged i know how annoying it is and i think men hate it even more um like <laughs> or when people tell like i had a roommate who i, I loved her dearly but she had mentioned that i was gaining weight and you know i already i knew that i didn't want to hear it it was just very like hurtful and like 
and like a little bit controlling. I mean, it actually, frankly, it was controlling. The person was did have a controlling side. And that's, it's just annoying and not fun. And you want to just be, get, a, get away as far as you can from that person. And so right. I, I, always, I always think of the times I've been, or even when, I, when I've been in the car and people have been telling me how to drive. And at one point, oh my I God. was a driver's ed teacher because I was trying to start up this business. So I was doing yeah. driver's on the side. I'm like, seriously, like, it's just, I'm a pretty good driver. So come on, you know, like, <laughs> so, and then it's just so annoying that I get how men feel when their wives or girlfriends nag them. Mm-hmm. It just, they want to run the other way that they don't want to have sex with you. Right. Right. <laughs> it's, it's, it's a killer. It's a, it's a relationship killer. Um, and every, obviously some women are worse than others. And sometimes in it just, you have to bring up things. I'm not saying never bring anything negative up. To right. You. Right. You have to, but um, just do it judiciously. Yeah. <laughs> and, a good approach to it and not a negative approach to it. Right. And especially if it's something that you can't, you know, you're never going to change. Like some things you're just never going to change mm-hmm. unless it's something that's life or death. Like let it go. Um, yeah. Like even, even early on it, I, the nagging happens, like, but maybe not in a, it, maybe it's more of a complaining thing. Like the woman will just kind of passive aggressively say, mention something about the place that he picked. Yeah. Yeah. Like where it's not a like outright aggressive dig, but he, she makes it clear. Oh, my, like my ex has taken me to nicer places, but you know what I mean? Like little things like That's that. So hurtful. <laughs> yeah, yeah. A lot of times that people do that. Um, and it, yeah. So my thing is just, really ex- just respect the guy for who he is. He'll love you more for it. And that makes a lot of sense. It'll be smoother for it. Um, Cause it, and, and, and I think you should bring things up if they're a big, a big deal. I just, right. I, it's not that you're mute at all, but just consider, you know, the tone consider, you know, the time that you're bringing it up. Right. And is yeah. it worth, is it even worth bringing up? Like, cause right. think about Think about if he was bringing up all these things to you, you know what I mean? Think about, you're not perfect either. Like, right. So, yeah. Yeah. So it does happen a lot. Okay. I I mean, I, that's totally understandable. I can definitely see that because I know I do that with my husband. I feel like I was a better dater than I am a wife, to be honest with you. (laughs) Yeah. Well, I I think so. Yeah. Even with clients I have, I think it's easier for them to hold back while dating because you know you you, you want to impress him you want him to fall in love with you and mm-hmm. I mean it's not it's just yeah you want it to go well it's, of course yeah <laughs> so you're, then when you're married it's harder it's things there's it's different harder. issues yeah <laughs> it's, it's harder to live with someone yeah because whereas when you're dating it's actually it's easier to hold back even when you know you when I scream, like you picked, he picked like a nine o'clock dinner date. Oh my time. God. Or he didn't make a reservation in time. That's actually a common thing. He'll wait last minute to make reservations and then he can't get a time until nine o'clock. Yeah. So I've had clients get really annoyed. Like they're like, doesn't he know I have to get up Sunday morning for my yoga class? Understandable. And, um, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But then they yell at him and, and I'm like, well, you know, I don't know. Like if, do do you, you try, tell you try yeah. to a nice spot you know 
Mm-hmm. Do you tell your clients to tell the men they're dating that they have a specific philosophy or a timeline or anything? Okay. I was wondering. Well, like there is a little bit of a strategy involved, like in the men, like a little mystery. So it's not mm-hmm. that I tell them women to lie. I actually very much try, try to never like tell them that I, I did, I did never want them to lie unless, right. unless it's like a white lie maybe, but even then, I mean, they, cause they often ask me, how do, how do I respond to that? Like, he wants me to do this. How do, what, what do I text back? Right. Right. So whenever we come up with an, an answer, I always try to make it an honest answer just cause I don't like lying. But um, on the other hand, I think it's okay to hold back because I think number one, it's about protecting yourself. Mm-hmm. Um, it's about, um, and also realizing the men do like mystery. They, they say, Oh, right. they do say, I love a woman who's an open book, but they really don't not early on. They, 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 they it's funny. <laughs> careful. Like with what they say. So, you know, I don't believe lying, but like, sometimes like a man will be, be really specific. Like what happened? Why did your parents get divorced or something? Or why did you get divorced in your last relationship? Or I don't know. So I'm trying to think of a, a time when I, I wouldn't answer the question, but I wouldn't come out and say, I don't want to talk about it. I don't, you know, <laughs> try to yeah. brush it off or anything. Yeah. Like say, Oh, it didn't work out. You know, Oh gosh, I don't even think about it anymore. Or, you know, yeah, like, yeah. just brush it off in a, it's none of his business. Sometimes things are just none of their business. So. Right. Um, and then, um, you know, because if you do tell them a real reason, then they'll get these thoughts in their mind already about you before they even know you, which is understandable. Right, 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 right. It's kind of like a job interview because people, people get, annoyed at this part of it too especially people that are, that aren't converted yet to this philosophy right right <laughs> like non-clients they're like but how, how can you get to know the real me but like it's I always then I always say what I always say and it's very true is like but are you going to tell the, like your potential employer like all about like what your That's last true. review said or all right like, yeah you know, why, why you got fired or mm-hmm. you know it's just going to hurt your chances and um it actually hurt it hurts the relationship because like the guys love the mystery that's a big mm-hmm. big part of this they love a little bit of a challenge too so it's mm-hmm. not like you lie but it's like you give them a little bit of what they want have you ever had any guys come to you for date for uh, dating advice or to be their coach yeah yeah and i really i really like that most of the guys uh, that i've coached um not so much it's because my specialty really is for is women mm-hmm. um, and the courtship philosophy is totally different when it comes to men. I feel like men just do what men go after the pretty girl and yeah, out. and like, it's almost like a man doesn't really need coaching, but um, a few a few men have, and actually they were, they were in fun to work with. Um, what I think was, just um scared to be alone like had always been in a relationship and it was 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 one of those people who appreciated coaching like some people just know like they hire yeah. people to do things for them to hire a business coach they hire a matchmaker hire mm-hmm. and he hired a dating he, he the first time he'd ever been alone really for like more than a month he said and he just hired someone to talk to about it. Like instead of going to therapist, he thought, I mean, he probably talked to his therapist about it, but they talked to me as a dating coach. So that was really fun to work with him. Yeah. It was less, it was less about, um, 
like it was more telling him like I agree with like because he would tell me am I being too surface I'm like no I because I I believe you should go for who you like that was one of his things he was ending up with women who he liked but he didn't have that special feeling for and I'm like Mm -hmm. and then he was settling and staying in all these relationships for years so I'm like no I think you should hold out for the special one so maybe it's okay to not be in a relationship for six right you find her right or whatever but yeah it was good to kind of tell him like something wrong with that like we all want that spark everybody wants that spark of course dating there's nothing better than like the feelings you get from when you're first dating somebody like like when you're in high school you know and you're just kissing someone all the time there's really nothing better than that like beginning phase of any relationship exactly (laughs) everybody wants that uh, and there's nothing wrong with that yeah well I, I only asked about the men because you know I just I feel like if more men knew about the philosophy then it would just make e- dating easier you know what I mean so like what if what if they knew that that's what they were you know that was their end goal this is this is my structure like this is the way I want to work things I feel like men need to be educated too <laughs> it's not just the women per se but yeah. I mean, because a lot of guys are like, no, like you have to pay. You have to pay half. You you can decide where we go tonight. No, I'll meet you there. You know what I mean? So like men need to be coached too sometimes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's a tricky one. I I see what you're saying. I almost feel like though, those guys that don't really want to pay for a girl, it's like a sign that they're really not into her. Yeah. I feel like when they really want when they like the girl, they, they will pay because they just want to see her again. They want her to sleep with him. That's true. They want, they want to show her that he's their, that he's a good provider or he's just a buyer beware type or the girl made it easy. Cause a lot of girls do this. They'll, they'll ask if, can I split it? Or they'll, they'll try to, and then, and then they, and then the guy will be okay. All right. And then, then they get mad at the guy. Actually, this <laughs> happens a lot. I would, I would. It happened to me too, actually once before I became um, a coach, before I even learned this philosophy, I would do the same thing. So I was like, like poor guys. I mean, some of them try, but then, and then actually it's, it's actually hard to, because not all women are like this. Cause I have had guy friends and not even guy friends, just guys I've talked to about this, like that I've run into at parties and they're like, some women just, or nasty if I even try to hold up, hold the door open. So, you know, a lot of, I feel, honestly, I I have to say, I feel a lot of women are spoiling it for other women who really want to be treated right because they, they're not getting it yet. They don't get it. Yeah. Or they don't want to, or maybe they get it. They just don't want it to be this way. But what I found is you're just not going to change biology. So just go with it, go Go with with it. it is. Don't make it harder than it needs to be. <laughs> right, that's, that's how I feel. Yeah. Well, that's interesting. Yeah. I mean, it works want, both yeah. ways. You just want, you just want to find a good guy or woman and you just want to feel that connection in any sense. Right. That's so interesting. I'm, I'm very interested in all this and I, I've been married for a couple of years now and you know, not look, not that I'm looking to get on the dating scene, but like I have a lot of friends that are single yeah. and I really do feel for them. You know, I want them to find Mr. Right. I want them to have that connection that they look for so hard. So 
you know. Yeah. <laughs> well, I think that's one of the hardest things when you said one of the recurring things. The recurring thing when you're in a relationship is I think the nagging that ruins it. But one of the biggest things is like, I want to say half of my clients right now, maybe even a little more than half are single, just trying to find Mr. Right. Mm-hmm. And that's, uh, that's hard just be hanging in there day after day and yeah, uh, plug away. And, you know, it can be, it can be easy to, to date a frog. <laughs> you're lonely or you're just sick of it. no, the guys aren't, the guys are, or it can be easy to stop this philosophy if you're not really um, won over by it. Um, or if you haven't, I always say hit rock bottom because I think there's a point where women are, they'll never go back because they know how well it works, but there's, it's hard to do though. It's, and it's hard to do if you're home alone on a Saturday night and a guy who hurt you once before calls you and asks you out. I mean, it's sometimes, and you love, really love that guy. I mean, it can be hard to say no. Yeah. I get, I'm not, you know, it's, it's, it's a hard thing. That's, that's one of the hardest things. It's just finding the right guy. That's why I say, just be aggressive. Get, I think the apps are great. Just but realize you're going to have to do a lot of weeding out. And so yeah. I have a whole other part in my book about just strengthening the insides, like the spiritual side, even if you're not religious, like you just, you need something motivational, read motivational literature. I'm sorry, motiva- motivational literature. Like just yeah. keep it strong. Um, if you're thin skinned, don't be, because it's after, especially after a certain age, it's harder to meet men. Definitely. Men yeah. That's why good. I, that's why I asked them like, is there an age range? Because like, I know a lot, like uh, some of my coworkers, even they're in these relationships and with the old school mentality, like, no, you don't get a divorce. No, you don't do this. And they're just unhappy. And I'm like, listen, there, I'm sure there are other people out there that are in your situation that are your age and that are probably single that are looking for someone as great as you are to share their life with. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's maybe hard. People are, in, it, maybe it is like, right, when you're 20, there's tons of single men around, but then, it, right, then a lot of men do get married, but then a lot get divorced as well. So, right, definitely. Like, I feel like it's just a, a numbers game getting out there and trying not to give up that because that, it's very easy to just give up. up say, yeah. I'm going to hang out with my girlfriends all year or, yeah. all summer, <laughs> or, or all during COVID. And I know people that did that, but like other people I know met people because they just went after it. Um, yeah. And, but, but like, you got to keep yourself strong. Cause I'm not saying it's easy. Yeah. Well, I was going to ask, I know we're, we're getting towards the end of my time right now, but I was going to ask if there's one thing that you can, you know, one, one thing you can, one piece of advice you could give to all the single people out there or the single women, what would it be? <laughs> Goodness. Um, I love how you didn't give me questions beforehand. Cause now you're making me think like, which is actually when I do my best thinking often I was just going to say love only love those who love you love just I'm trying to think of the best way to say it only love those who love you that's a good philosophy to have basically don't try not to go back to that old boyfriend who treated you badly yeah try not to yearn for that unattainable man who you think has everything. Oh, you think he's rich and he's this and he's that, but he, he doesn't love you. You know, in in the end, I found those guys 
sometimes there's they're very flawed human beings we touched on that a little bit earlier but yeah it's not money so yeah just love yeah. who loves you back and then your life will be much smoother that's and a I good philosophy don't want to do that and i think that's why it's hard yeah yeah well that's a good philosophy i could live by that <laughs> yeah and i even when it comes to friendships because i've I do other consultations too, you know, life consultations because women have, we are, women are relationship oriented, right? We love, I feel like we are, we care about our relationships, but too many of us, including me, we've had relationships with people that um, didn't love you back as much. And it, it always seemed off and hurtful, but you never really got it. But then, you know, I just tell women to kind of realize that's, that person doesn't really love you like as much as you love them and maybe right. you should let it go, you know, right. Give bring opportunity for the one that does be, be friends with people who really care about you and love you. Don't not, don't go chasing after that friend who you think is so cool, who really couldn't care less about you. Right. So which that does happen fair, a fair amount too. Mm-hmm. So it's not just with dating it's with everything. Yeah. Well, thank you so much. I really appreciate this conversation. I was, I was actually very excited to meet you. So (laughs) it's great to meet you too. I'm I'm sorry about the migraine last time. No worries. Questions were really good. Okay, good. (laughs) Yeah. You really hit on the the really key things. Awesome. Um, What, what was, uh, what was the name of your book again? Um, Oh, actually. Yes. (laughs) Yes. A woman's guide. To understanding men, dating secrets most women don't know. It's a mouthful, but um, it's basically about understanding men, and it teaches all these courtship secrets. Yeah, awesome. And where can people get that? You can get on Amazon right now. Great. And you know, I came out in March during COVID times, so I didn't really do big blockbuster in-person things. But I'm going to start doing that, like getting out there, book signings, and things have totally opened up now. Yeah, that's great. I mean, yeah, crappy time to release a book, but at the same time, you know, (laughs) yeah, I know I've been working on it for a few years and I just, I was like, I want to get it out. Yeah. Um, Actually I was trying to, I was aiming for Valentine's day, but it was a couple (laughs) of weeks delayed. So it's okay. (laughs) I'm actually interested to read the book. So I think I'm going to head over and buy it myself. (laughs) Well, you'll see like all these chapters that I was talking about, they all kind of correlated with what you were asking. That's why I was That's like, so cool. She read the book already. Cause it's like, <laughs> this is that chapter. And this is this chapter. Wow. No, yeah. I haven't for anybody who's watching and listening. I have not read the book. So. Funny. Well, like, like the rich men can be poor husbands, the nagging one. Um, mm-hmm. I know they're sleeping together one. Yeah. They're funny. There's like, yeah. Well, that's oh, the, cool. <laughs> other countries that was, you know, or there are men in the same everywhere. Yeah. Funny. Funny. And if anybody is interested in your services, you, you, they can reach out to you on your website. Yeah, definitely. Corinnaalexander.com. Yep. Feel free to send an email or even I'm, I'm on Facebook too. You could PM me. Okay. Perfect. Well, thank you again. Thank you so much. This was a great conversation. Yeah, it was awesome. awesome. And yeah. And if you ever want to come on again, let me know. I will. I will. <laughs> definitely. Maybe we can do a person next time. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Whenever you're ready. I'm, I'm okay. here. <laughs> okay, great.
And um, thank you all for listening. Again, if you'd like to reach out to her, CorinnaAlexander.com. Her book is on Amazon. Very, very interested to read it. Um, so thank you again, Corinna. You're welcome. And thank you all for watching. You're the best. <laughs>